0: Whoa, whoa, Oh no, God, please stop! No. All right, we're good. It's okay. It's all right. Everybody stay calm. It's okay. I just forgot to set it off of repeat that one track. It's all right. <laughs> we don't need to listen to the theme song two times in a row. It's a dope fire theme song. It's amazing. Fire. But we don't need it two times back to back like that. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, July 28th, 2017. And welcome to another Technical Alpha podcast. This is Side A. Mm. (laughs) Now we need to remember to put that in the title of the shit, and we'll be (laughs) even better. Uh, We are a two-man show today, as uh, our intrepid hashtag third guy got hashtag fucked at work (laughs) this evening. Did you read the message I sent you, Mr. Black?
1: Uh, Yeah, I just saw it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we can't tell you why exactly, but what we can tell you is, on a scale of one to somebody got fucked somebody got fucked. Is <laughs> 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 real bad. So he's he apologizes. I think he's probably even going to be in chat uh as he uh as he hackerman's the world, but uh it's just the, the two of us this evening. Uh and if you're really lucky, maybe we'll sing the song later on, but probably not. Uh we've got some some reasonable things to talk about today. Let me switch over here and make sure that this camera setup is appropriate. Uh, I mean, that's almost there. Let's try this. I mean, that's better, but, but now it's, uh, okay, hold on. Why are both of these... <laughs> hold on. One sec. Do that. Do that. Yeah! I figured it out. Alright, we're fine. This is fine. This is fine. Um... I'm actually just am take- this to the
1: first time, so... I'm just reading them now. Seeing
0: what? Oh, oh, okay. So I'm going to get the one that 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 uh, that you're not going to talk about uh, in any length. But I just want to talk about it really quick, like in under two minutes. And that is the Ryzen uh, three series. Got uh, basically the pricing and everything. And and people were putting out benchmarks in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And this is and this is important because. Uh, as we all know, even though the Canadian dollar has has actually rallied considerably, yeah, it's gone up. Yeah, it's gone up, <laughs> like to the it's point where I actually, I actually cringed I a little bit when I cashed my check today because I was like, oh, oh god, oh, I'm losing out on money.
1: Yeah, that's why I told you before, like the cash out.
0: Oh no, I did uh, I did that ages ago, but oh, but okay. um, since then, like I got you know I got yeah. for example my Twitch check in the mail or whatever, and I just you know just oh, I, I can only sit just, on
1: that. Oh, I'm just sitting. I sit <clears> on it all until the dollar yeah. is strong, and then I that's when I convert.
0: I'm probably gonna set up a like a, a U.S. account at some point, yeah, and then just yeah. let it sit there, and then and do the whatever. Do but that's that's
1: that's beside anyway. the
0: point. The, the point yeah. is the Canadian dollar still sucks some serious balls. It's it's getting better. But it's still not all that great. Uh, and building a computer right now is incredibly expensive for a number of reasons, other than the fact that the Canadian dollar sucks. Like the fact that this cryptocurrency bullshit, everyone's buying graphics cards. You cannot. You you have to kill people to physically own a graphics card right now. You then at least one. It's not even guaranteed that you can get away with murdering one person. You might need to murder three. Uh, so getting everything as cheap as possible in Canada, if you even have a hope of building a reasonable computer is very important. Ryzen three comes out. It was the one that a lot of people were interested in because it goes toe to toe with the low end Intel stuff. We're talking sub $150, uh, CPUs right now. Like we are talking floor, uh, in terms of cost for your CPU, these CPUs, Still will play games at 1080p and even 1440p without much issues because they are true four core. Intel's offerings are only dual core with hyper threading further added for, their, for their technically four cores. This is a full flat four cores, and so all the benchmarks are showing very good numbers. Uh, they overclock uh, without any real issue, and in the states you can pick these bad boys up. There's two models of them for 110 or 130 bucks, and in Canada just slap like. Thirty bucks or so, Mm -hmm. forty bucks, Mm -hmm. something on on top of that. Uh, Incredible value. In fact, if you're building anything shy of a monster, these are really good CPUs to pick up for a computer right now, Uh, and definitely something that will get you a lot of overhead because games are still not using that much CPU. They're just not. You can go out and buy a seventy-seven hundred K or or some monster CPU uh, that you know they keep releasing. But you don't really need that shit unless you're trying to do something like video editing. So, 110 dollars is fucking crazy, and then you get a motherboard for AMDs that are like ninety dollars. So you're you're two parts deep, and you haven't even reached the price of a seventy seven hundred K, um, you know, on its own merit. So definitely good stuff. I highly recommend it if you're interested. Uh, on my personal Twitter and on my Facebook, I posted a build that I did before tonight's stream. For the Canadians out there, it is under a hu- it is under twelve hundred Canadian dollars, including Windows. The caveat is you need to actually find a graphics card. I can't help you there. I, I've put one in there on the list, but. Here's the thing, again, the cryptocurrency, you have two options. You either buy a $1000 graphics card because nobody's buying those for the purpose of mining these these coins, or you pay usually somewhere between 100 and 150 extra dollars US to hop into the what used to be affordable graphics cards further down the mm-hmm. chain. So I can't help you with uh, any further than that. But uh, yes, very good Ryzen 3. Look at that just as you know it. It's under the table and done. The tech stuff is out of the way; it's over, Mister Black. I'll give you this opportunity real quick because I jumped in ahead of the, ahead of this because I wanted to get it out of the way as soon as possible. How have you been enjoying your fancy car? I see you've been putting up some videos. You've been taking it around. How, Dude, how has it my been car for is you? gone? My car is gone. No, I mean, I mean the one that they gave you. Oh, the, the oh, okay. interim, the in, it's like the interim belt. It's the it's
1: the, the it's the belt.
0: somebody fucked up. Now you got the interim. So how's the interim vehicle doing for you?
1: Uh it's good, man. It's fun. It's um it's not it's it doesn't it doesn't speak to my personality. Um but I'm not going to complain. It's significantly more expensive than my car. Uh it's a $200,000 Mercedes. It's actually about 160, 165, but there's like 35,000 in uh add ons for the specs. Yeah. So like, you know, it's got some carbon fiber packages. It's got twelve thousand dollar carbon uh ceramic brakes. Um mm. which squeak by the way. That's why that's why I hate carbon ceramic brakes is because if you're not <laughs> if you're not tracking the car it squeaks. It's the worst. Like I go up I'm I'm at Tim Horton's drive thru in a two hundred thousand dollar bends and it looks like, it like sex, a ten dollar car. And it fucking squeaks. <laughs> And people are like, people are like looking at it and they go, what the fuck is that? Is that noise coming from that car? And like, you know, I know what it is, but most people, they have no idea what, why it's making that type of noise. So yeah, uh, it's fun. It's fun. Making a lot of car content now. Um Yeah, I'm just enjoying it. Went out and bought a fancy drone. and got one of those Mavic Pros. They're fucking amazing. I saw that. Dude, they're I amazing. I saw that. They're app av- mm. you want to talk tech? Let's talk Mavic Pro for a second, cause the shit is <laughs> fire. <laughs> Mavic
0: Pro. All dude, right, the shit so did is you get fire, it from dude. like
1: did you get it from the local shop here that like specializes in, in the drones? I gotta add Henry's. Oh, Henry's. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like um there's there's different levels. Uh, like I was gonna get the the Phantom Four. So there's like a Phantom Four, there's a Phantom Four Plus, a Phantom Four Pro or Advanced or something like that. And mm-hmm. um they had a deal going on for the Mavic Pro where I think it was I paid 1800 bucks but it gave me a big kit so it gave me like two extra batteries um extra little fucking like wings or whatever you call those things for, like I don't know whatever they call them shades for, or something blades or, blade, or blades or like blades like I think they might be yeah, individual like blades I think they call them shades or something maybe somebody in chat will know uh but anyway it came with like two packs of those um came with all the cords and shit that you need extra um everything so it was 1800 bucks the thing it took me like 2 hours to figure out how to connect the 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 um the Mavic to my phone cuz it's all done through your smartphone so you have it you have a remote control but your phone uh clips into the um into the the controller for the Mavic Pro and then you pull up an app and it does uh does everything that you need. You can see the screen and everything. But dude, I like I never got into the drone shit when people were like, Oh yeah, bro, look at my drone, man. It was like I, I just saw like, dude, that's some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like dude, why drones do you need to are fly dope. around a little fucking drone. Dude, when I pressed when when I lift that shit off, you the power that this thing has, it's incredible. You're you I don't even know like you can just feel the power and it just floats there. Like you hit it and it just floats and you're like, man, what and and this thing can go forty miles an hour. <laughs> it fucking flies, dude. I had it Magnets, out on a field. How do they work, dude? It's <laughs> dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. And some of the it does four K. It's like one of the best ones you can buy. Like not like the super high end, but it's not. It's not a cheap ass uh, dude, one. It's like dude, a really good one. Have you ever one.
0: seen? Have you ever seen the drone racing that they're doing now? Yeah, I, I looked that up on YouTube. Shit. It's
1: crazy.
0: Oh, it's yeah. nuts, dude. That's that's like you know what it reminds me of. It's it was it was like when they're talking about the reflexes required to race pod racers in the Star Wars universe, and I'm watching these drones going. I would have crashed on every single corner. I don't know how. And they're <laughs> they're doing it in like VR I know, helmets it's crazy. too. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You so can they, like, buy they, the they,
1: you can buy them for the for the Mavic. It's literally like wearing one of those PlayStation 4 VR helmets, and you yeah. see what the drone sees. And he just I fly would around. projectile vomit. So fucking hard. And those things Standing. fly, dude. They go like 100 oh, yeah. miles an hour and shit.
0: Oh, yeah. So how long before you accidentally the whole thing and put it in the water?
1: Well, there. what's nice about this one is it's got all those safety things. So you can make it so that if it's a meter or a meter and a half or two meters away from an object, it'll, it'll stop. And I tested it, too. I went directly at a brick wall as fast as it could go. And it went, it went, and it goes... You're like, oh, fuck. I even had it come towards my face, like straight up coming at me. And it goes, and it backs off. It's sick, dude. It doesn't hit anything. It hits nothing. That's pretty dope. And you know know what else is dope? When you lift it off and you just fly around, dude, I, I had it flying all over, like fucking Klein Heights and shit. Like I had it everywhere. And then you just click a button, like if you don't want to bring it all the way back, you just click a button and it, it comes back to you and it lands where it went off. <laughs> so I, I'm just like I'm sitting in my car waiting for it to come home. It's like fucking three <laughs> miles down the road and it and you can see it on your screen, so you can see it fucking coming towards you, and then it kinda hovers over the spot for a second, and then it just slowly goes down, and it lands and it shuts down. It's fire. Oh.
0: It's fire. That's pretty dope.
1: And it That's just takes dope. such good video man. It's so fire, dude. I just need to figure out a good uh a good render setting when I'm using Sony Vegas to figure out what's a good um setting to you know render it with because right now when I'm doing it it's kind of fucking up the quality of the video a little bit. I mean, obviously it's not raw anymore, but I know I can do a lot better than you know what I have going on right now. So that's that's the big thing. I got a bunch of different um, lenses. Got like a six pack of lenses that you can put on top of the uh, the, the the camera lens, and it'll ch- it'll change yeah, yeah. the look. So like if it's super sunny out, you want to put on like a six, and then it just it, it it's incredible, dude. I I'm like I'm obsessed with the damn thing. I just want to go out and fly it, and it lasts for about 27 minutes per battery. And okay. uh, with the with the pack that I bought, it came with two extras, and you can charge all of them at once in a little in a little uh, docking bay. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. just have one in the GoPro or in not in the GoPro and the Mavic Pro, and then another one in my carry case. So when one dies, I just switch it out. But it's pretty rare that you're flying a drone for more than thirty minutes at a time. Like that's a long time to fly a drone. Usually, yeah, it's like, exactly. You know, you you you're setting up a shot. You 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 take your shot. It usually is like ten minutes, and so I never I never really use the full thirty. That's it's fun
0: fantastic yeah drones are pretty are, are pretty are pretty sick um i it'll be it'll be not to not to completely take off on 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 that topic too far but it'll be fun to see if there's um if they start regulating drone use eventually i think i feel like they're gonna have to drones are gonna become cheap enough that enough people are gonna have them that it's just gonna be like Privacy concerns and everything else, mm-hmm. and there's going to be like no fly zones
1: for drones. I think there is now. Honestly, I think there is a law is here in Canada that just got passed not too long ago, and uh, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm. Uh, I, I don't know what the law is. I don't know like if you need some kind of like license or you got to register your drone. And there's like certain fly zones that you 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 can't. So I've been I don't care. Like I'm just flying wherever. If a cop says something, he can go ahead and say something. But I haven't been yeah, flying yeah. over anybody's house. Like I've been like over water or on a field somewhere or in a parking lot yeah, yeah, taking. Yeah. Uh, shots of my car. I'm not like flying it around spying yeah, on yeah, people. No, no, but no, you but yeah, there's definitely it. already things in place. And this thing flies way the fuck up, dude. Like not as high as like an airplane, but it's well, high, obviously not <laughs> Like it's high. Like uh, like I, if I go all the way up, dude, I can see everything. I can see Dartmouth, Halifax, every everywhere. I could probably fucking see Churro if I flew up there high enough. <laughs> so it's That's it's pretty, pretty sick, dope. But though. yeah, th- there is definitely uh, something already already in place. But I don't... I'm I'm not bugging anybody, so I'm not... I'm no, just of
0: course thing. not. No, you don't need to worry about it. In completely unrelated, zero chance of a proper segue news, uh, <laughs> Nintendo is continuing to make some interesting uh, decisions. And of course, it revolves around amiibos, my favorite thing in the world. I love me some amiibos. Mostly because they are possibly the most useless things ever conceived. But hey, they're selling like hotcakes, so... No, no, you want to know it, what it the is, most
1: useless thing ever conceived? Are those fucking Skylander shit. You know those things? You ever see those Skylander I think toys? Sky,
0: I think Skylander's still, up, uh, like, selling... Dude, I think Skylander's is selling huge, though.
1: Dude, well, they were. Now they're not. They they tanked horribly. You know, There's too many of them on the market. So I know I Disney went to, folded Dude, for theirs. a while... For for a while, Skylanders was like the holy grail. You go to a yard sale, and if a kid was selling Skylanders for like fucking 50 cents a piece, you were salivating. Because some of these things were worth like $15, $20 a pop. And I have a a bin full of them over there in the corner. And uh, so what, what they were doing for the longest time is you could take these to EB Games and EB would buy them off you give you store credit and they would give you like 50 40% of the retail value because the shit was oh, selling like hotcakes shit. they couldn't take, couldn't get them in so all the retro collectors they were going to yard sales and specifically asking like usually when you ask, hey do you have any you know N64 Nintendo Sega Super Nintendo blah blah or Skylander's they were like adding Skylander's in there and then you could take them to EB EB was buying them up and you'd get like you buy a bin off a kid for fifteen bucks, and you've got like three hundred dollars worth of Skylanders. You take them. To, you take them to EB Games. You get one hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, you're holy that, that, shit. That's amazing, right? And then you just buy like a Nintendo Switch and then sell it, you know, for fucking thirty percent more than retail. So that was the thing for a while, and and I didn't get on the Skylanders train until the end of it. So I brought a bin of it over to EB Games, and they're like, we don't even accept them anymore because they can't get rid of them. He said the guy at EB Games said. They have – because they were collecting them all over the country, and they said they have a warehouse filled with them because they were buying them up so much, and then they were selling like crazy, and then they were still buying them, and it took EB to run it like nationwide that they weren't collecting them anymore – so all the stores are buying them up and now they've got like a fucking warehouse full of these things they can't get rid of.
0: Nobody wants them anymore. Oh, that sucks. Cause I know I knew Disney's what were they? Disney's Infinity or whatever they were called. Yeah, uh they stopped, those. they stopped they stopped those like, I don't know, six months ago. Not even six months ago. Um so, but I'm surprised Skylanders randomly just imploded on itself because they seemed to be doing really, really well. There wasn't any like signs of slowing, so that must have just came out of friggin' nowhere. But this this amiibo shit. The thing that that kills me about the amiibo shit is just what what Nintendo attaches to these amiibos and 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 uh which wouldn't be a problem if they were relatively easy to come by but there are a lot of amiibos they put out. Yeah. That that like a lot of things Nintendo made um you have to sacrifice a lamb in order to actually attain one of these items. So the uh the thing that they're doing for the thing that they're doing for this this is for remember E three E three talks sacrifice the lamb. I just kept thinking of Vikings, bro. I just kept thinking of Vikings, just slit his throat, just putting just blood it. all over, blood all
1: over your body and face and shit. <laughs> like just Nintendo, just give me a just switch, you know, just give me a through the fields, NES please, ah. play to the gods.
0: <laughs> uh, remember, remember at E three, I don't know. Well, I don't know if you would remember it, but at E three, they uh, they showed off. Um, Metroid Samus Returns, which is a 3DS game. It wasn't the Metroid 4. It was like the the kind of in-between. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were pretty excited about it because it looks, to be fair, pretty fucking awesome. Uh, especially for a handheld. And it's a sequel to, I think, the Game Boy game from forever ago. Uh, so their, their brilliant plan was, first they announced the Amiibo. And the Amiibo for this game are... What I, okay, what I like about the Amiibo is they're actually getting better and better about how good they look. Like, as a collector piece to put on a shelf, if you're collecting ones, just the ones that you like because they actually display well, I mean, that's that's fine. But what Nintendo's doing here is they're saying, how about we take this Amiibo, which will guaranteed be almost impossible to find. Because they attached it to the Metroid one, or like the, the oh, I can't remember what the, uh, whatever the one is. It's uh, not Mother Brain or whatever, I don't think, I can't remember. But it's Squishy. This is like one where it's like I don't know, like Like at E3 they showed it off, yeah, and it's it's a squishy material, it's it's fucking awesome, right? Just for that reason, that thing's gonna sell already like crazy. Everybody was talking about uh, how much they wanted these Metroid uh, amiibos and and whatnot, and now Nintendo says, hey, guess what, guys? Here's what you're going to get for the unlockables with these amiibos for this game. They have decided to put the hard mode behind that amiibo so in order to unlock the hard mode you have to own the amiibo to unlock a fucking
1: game mode how friggin ridiculous is that are you kidding me that's retarded and you know what like it sucks for the people that legitimately have like don't care about amiibos at all and they just want hard mode and they're like i just want to play the game on hard why are you making me buy this fucking thing so here's the here's the thing here's my (laughs) thought here, here, here's my thought on amiibos. Um, I I don't own any amiibos, and I'm going to start collecting for them. But I'm only going to be collecting brand new and box sealed ones because I have that Nintendo yeah. display case, and they have the hooks, and I think it would look really nice to have yeah. new ones on there, like even just the full Super Smash Brothers line and stuff. Um, I actually think amiibos are a really cool thing for a collecting purpose. Um. I also think it's cool for people that attach themselves to certain IPs. So if you're a big Zelda fan and you just want to get every Zelda amiibo, or if you're a Donkey Kong fan or you know Pokemon fan and you want the Pikachu and you know different things like that, I think that's cool. But I think where, where the, the value lies and why I believe in amiibos right now is I don't think they're going to last forever. I think we're going to get amiibos for a couple more years, and then that fad is going to die. And then those Amiibos are going to be worth a fuck ton of money. I think those, like, in terms of, I'm just thinking of it in collectors' eyes. But the thing is, is they're going to have to be sealed. You're going to have to buy them. So if you're, anybody out there that's listening, you want to, I've been doing a lot of collecting. And I've been doing a lot of research on every console. And I've looked at every trend and everything. And the buzz is, if you're going to buy Amiibos and you can afford it, buy two. Open one for yourself and keep one sealed, keep them sealed, because these things, in like five, ten years, there's going to be a bunch of them out there, but people open these shits, they get them, and they immediately open them, because they just want to fucking put them on a shelf, or like look at them, and or look for the hard mode in their fucking Amiibo, oh, uh, don't open them, buy them, and hold on to them, they're going to be worth money, they're fucking expensive now, some of them are a hundred bucks for some of these things. Uh, you know, goes like you know thirty bucks to a hundred dollars, depending on what you know which ones you're buying. They're gonna like double, triple in value. Very specific ones, not like every single one, but there will be like like this Metroid one, anything, for example. Anything Fire Emblem
0: is right now oh, is insane. Well, already expensive. worth
1: already worth a shit ton. Anything Fire Emblem, yeah. dude, you can get a used Fire Emblem game and and get over a hundred bucks for it, easy. Um, but I I really feel like Amiibos are going to be worth b- bank. I mean, some of them are already worth money. So, that's my thought on them. Do I care about them? No. Nah, yeah. I think they're, you know, whatever, you know, but it is what it is. Like something you'd find in a loot crate. It's like, you know, it's, it's just, cool if if you enjoy that specific thing, it's cool yeah. to have, I guess, but nah. Man. Nah. So like the order of operations
0: in my mind for for Amiibos are or or in this case, if you're going to start attaching things like game modes to an Amiibo, which is I mean almost almost in my mind categorically ridiculous like I, I and objectively ridiculous i don't think you can you can really argue a case for a hard mode being stuck behind yeah, uh, not just a paywall but a paywall that you have to go in and, and physically go out find to the store and buy and, and like buy and and hope that it's available it just it, it boggles my mind but you uh, you can collect, uh, you know, if, if they made the Amiibos or made enough Amiibos that they weren't such a rarity so that you didn't have to like go hunting forever to find these things or pay way above market value just to get your hands on one because of the aftermarket prices of a lot of these Amiibos, uh, then, then it, it would, it still wouldn't be okay, but it would be almost acceptable. Like at yeah. the end of the day, yeah, like if you really wanted to, you could still do it. But well, well, you're, you're paying, with it, right? The game came well, with an evo, that or if they that bundled had it, it. Sure.
1: yeah, like uh, sure. Gave you an like, option, But as it stands,
0: yeah. right now, you're getting this forty, what, like in I think like a probably a forty U.S. dollar game. I think for the three a three DS game, I think it's some something like thirty nine U.S. dollars or or whatever, um, maybe more. I, I'm not entirely sure to be honest with you. And then you've got a a somewhere between I want to say ten ten. Or twelve to fifteen U.S. dollars for an Amiibo. So in uh, in Canadian, I guess uh, comparatively speaking, you're looking at turning a uh, forty or fifty dollar purchase uh, to get you know everything that you should probably have already mm-hmm. into a basically like an almost seventy dollars. Let's just
1: let's just say let's just say what it is. It's they're money grabbing. That's that's literally the oh, show hardcore. they're giving. They're they're just making an incentive. For people to go out and buy their fucking Amiibo. And they also know that when somebody buys an Amiibo, they're going to be inclined to buy other Amiibos. There's people out there that have a hard time only having one of something. I I am the same way. I will not collect for a system or a console that I know I won't fully commit to. Because seeing something incomplete... It just irks my OCD. I can't look yeah. at something and be like, oh, my fucking God. Like I'd have to throw it out. I'd have to get it and then give it away or throw it in the garbage because I would want to go out and buy more. I'd be like, oh, well, I got this this Metroid one. I guess I'll go out and buy this Metroid one and may as well finish the whole mm-hmm. set. And next thing you know, you're $200 in the hole. So Nintendo <laughs> yeah. isn't stupid. You know? And Nintendo will have your dumb ass waiting in line for six hours for something that isn't yeah. even going to be there by the time you get in the front, front of the line. So... It's just ridiculous. It's dumb. Let's put it that way. It's um, dumb.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I had something I was going to say, but I'm going to be honest with you. I've been asleep for two days straight now, so it's gone and out of my mind. What was it going to be? Um, oh, uh, people are coming to the point now uh, where, you know, when you talk about collectors and buying two of everything and, and whatnot, if you're into the collecting side of it, uh, you know, and people have been trying to come up with weird and wonderful ways of keeping them inside the package, but still being able to physically use the Amiibo and and all this like crazy nonsense. And then people started uh, have started selling just cards that are the uh, Amiibo information on the, onto scan cards that you can buy on like Etsy and shit. There's all sorts of shops that get shut down all the time and then like 50 more crop up. Um, so that if all you're interested in, for example, is what comes with the amiibo in terms of the, the thing, so whether it's a costume or in this case mm-hmm. a hard mode or whatever, then you just buy the card and then you don't have to you know, go hunt down this fucking holy grail item just to, just to fucking have something that should be in the game as a, purchase, yeah. a purchasable thing to begin with. So, um, that's probably going to increase as time goes on here because Nintendo doesn't seem to show any signs of realizing what the fuck you, you know, we, you say money grabbing, but at the same time that Amiibo, that specific Amiibo was going to sell out if it had nothing on it, if it had actually no game content and they put out a Metroid squishy fucking Amiibo it's going to sell out in like well, the here's first 48 years o- here's the hours. other thing.
1: Is Nintendo this smart where they go, we're going to piss people off they're going to talk about it and here we are on a podcast talking about Metroid that's coming out and you even said the game looks great and I had no idea the game was coming out. So yeah. I heard about it, but I didn't know when it was coming out and I didn't know. So it, we're all talking about it and uh, Suppold- they're going to sell more copies of the game. Are they that it's smart bold, or what? A, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think so. If I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're sitting there going, "Man, how can we? How can we get people to like low key talk about our game? Wait, let's piss them off with this fucking amiibo. I don't think that's their play." But Isn't if that it was not the beautiful thing though
1: about Nintendo. Like the fanboys are so fucking like up Nintendo's ass uh, that they could literally uh, fuck their anything. wife and kill their dog, and they'll still go and buy <laughs> Mario Odyssey. They just will. It's just how. It, it's just the way it is. They don't give a fuck. They literally don't care. They'll, like, copyright your favorite YouTuber. They'll do whatever they want, and you're going to be like, you know what? Hey, it's Nintendo. I'm going to go buy this shit anyway. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. It is what it is. Anyway, what's next? Moving on. I mean, uh, similar
0: to a degree, I guess. Uh, Player unknown Battlegrounds. Uh, that's a popular game, Jeff. There's uh, a few people
1: that play it. Dude, that shit, is, that shit is taking out League of Legends on Twitch, man. And oh, not- yeah. Not just not just once in a blue moon. We're talking like frequently, very frequent, like forty percent of the time. The shit, yeah. and, it, and if there's like one big player on a uh, battleground guy online, it's more. Like if there's yeah. like one dude, one big dude. If not, it's oh, just it's a nuts. whole bunch of channels. Shit's real. So, a long while ago, they said that they were uh,
0: they were never going to monetize, you know, have in- internal transactions within the game until it was properly launched, because as we all know, it's still in an early access kind of alpha, beta, yeah. whatever you want to call it, state. <clears throat> but, as it turns out, the game is so damn popular that, uh, well, they're holding uh, some sort of tournament-y thing at, uh, I want to say it was Gamescom, Gamescom the article yeah. said. And, uh, so they were coming up, you know, obviously going to come up with ways to fund this thing and not take it directly out of the of the sales of the game. You know, everybody else is doing similar things to this. So they, they said, Hey, well, we're going to come out with, uh, some crates. I think there's three types of crates, two of them you can use if you want, uh, in game related points or something that you can earn. And then, uh, the last, uh, crate type you need to spend $2 and 50 cents real Dollarinos uh in order to unlock. And I think uh, they're uh within these crates they're they're including a bunch of um uh, clothing and whatever types uh Skins. that are related to yeah related to um Battle Royale, which is the movie slash book. One of the greatest movies of all time. That this whole genre of games Is built on. And so they have some stuff in there. I thought... I'm reading the article and I'm thinking, you know, where does the bad part come up? Because they're just taking the funds from this and dumping it into this tournament for Gamescom for the prize winnings. And then they said that if there was any extra on top of that, they just donate the rest of it to some charity of some kind. So I was sitting here going, well, what's... What's the downside to this? So so we're getting completely cosmetic items. Two out of the three chest types you can unlock with in-game related points, to my understanding. The last of which is a whopping $2.50 to unlock. And all the proceeds go towards nothing but funding the tournament at Gamescom for this game, plus possibility of spillover going to charity. Where is the downside to this? And then I remembered, it's the gaming community. And there's always something to whine and bitch about. In the gaming community, what is it? And so Adam there's spit a, it out. What is it? Well, people are salty. They're they're fucking what? scream. They're they're fucking salty as fuck. They're like, what do you want? You know that you said you would never monetize shit in game, and then people are going, oh, here we go. It's the slippery slope. It's gonna all be downhill from here. And oh, you guys sold five million copies, so we better find a way to monetize it further. Like it's just a bunch of nonsense. And I'm sitting there going, you know, but what, you know
1: what? Who can who cares if they did? Like, you know, the game is sold a bajillion. You're getting hours and hours and hours of content out of it. Probably the average person that bought that game is probably at least put in 20 to 30 hours in that fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, who gives a shit? They're doing something for fucking a tournament like uh, H1Z1 <laughs> does, and they're going to give the proceeds to charity? I'd be, I'd you know... It, that's ridiculous. Even if they didn't, even if they pocketed that money and put it towards another event or just <laughs> yeah. o- like did their own thing, like dude, whatever, dude. Shut the it's all fuck ca- up, you fucking crying cos- bitches, man. It's, it's all cosmetic. It's just ridiculous. It's like, who cares? Are you mad because you can't get the fucking yellow suit from Battle Royale and you got to pay two dollars and fifty cents for your chance to get one, or or play the game for five hours and have a chance to get one? Shut the fuck up, you fucking crying (laughs) bitch! Like Jesus Christ! Like get off it, man! Like what the fuck are you doing with your time in your life that you got to sit there and you got to complain about shit like that? They're putting out a tournament that you're going to consume on Twitch and have a great time watching anyway. Your favorite fucking Twitch streamer's play the game. You're playing the game. God for God forbid a company makes something good, takes out its fucking predecessor and then and makes money. What the fuck? Who cares, <laughs> dude? The fucking guy who made it deserves to get rich as fuck off the game. Everybody's playing it. You fucking crybaby fucks. Jesus, you don't want the skin. Don't buy it. It's not like they're saying, oh, you can't play battle. Every time you go into a battle royale, you got to pay a ticket. There's a little ticket that you got to do in order to get those tickets. You got to buy crates. Then I could see them going, all right, this is some fucking shit. I didn't I didn't sign up for that. It's a skin. It's a fucking skin. And it's another fucking crate skin on top of that. It's not like they're doing anything out of the norm Everybody does it. Fucking Starcraft has crates now, for Christ's sake! You know what, man? Don't even get you triggered me. You triggered me because it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, well, are it people is, that a me, thing, or is, is there really people complaining, bro? Or are you just making shit yes, up? Yes, no, I'm not. I'm is not there not people like legit. legitimately complaining not, uh, about yes,
0: this? Yes, absolutely, dude, hundred and ten percent. And and it's and it's it's crazy. I mean, what it reminded me of was um was when League of Legends released that crazy luck skin that had like uh, four different skins in one and it was like an $80 skin and it was a super crazy over the top, uh, it was an incredible skin. The art for it was amazing. Everything was, was, was 10 out of 10, $80. Nobody is forcing you to buy this skin. No, no. Zero people But I want are it Adam It's not skin. fair
1: that everybody else that's got money and jobs and shit can go and buy <laughs> stuff and I can't. It's not fair. I want the skin. If I should I paid for this game, I should have it just like everybody else has it. I want this skin. It's not fair. That's, and that, that's, and that, that's, that's their thought process, though. Yes, it is. They don't want to you know. Pay.
0: It's got, everything. Everything is going to be within free. their wheelhouse. It's going to be free, free, Adam.
1: Everything is going to be free. 99. Free ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking play these <laughs> these alpha games. These all these things are because they're ripoffs and they're scams. And then they get they buy into it, and then they complain when they want to make money off their game. It's it's crazy, dude. It's it's a never ending oh, battle. Nuts. Dude, I swear to God, they could have been like, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to have a tournament, all right? We're going to rent out a stadium. We're going to fly in your favorite streamers. We're going to put $100,000 up, and we're going to (sighs) match it to charity as well. Tell me more. And guess what? All skins Mm -hmm. from here on out are free forever.
0: Oh, shit. Well, then people,
1: you know what? what? There's going to be a group of people that are going to go, the fuck, bro? (laughs) What the fuck, bro? You're going to fly out this streamer? This streamer deserves it more than this streamer. What the fuck, bro? Oh, what the fuck? I don't want everybody having the same skin. There's too much of the same skin in the game now. Why do I Why do you even put skins if everybody can have the skin, bro? What the fuck? You're giving $100,000 to charity, but you won't fix your goddamn login system, bro? You won't pay somebody to do that, but you're going give to your, give your money to starving kids in Africa, bro? This fucking shit. They'll complain about anything. They'll Pe- complain about anything.
0: People will find a way. They get like it's the same. It's like a, when people go for a charity or whatever, and and there'll be a charity event, and the chosen charity um only gives eighty percent of the <laughs> oh, proceeds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then people are like, "Oh, come on, I'm giving you my hard earned money to cure cancer, and you chose a charity that only gives eighty percent of the dollar value." To the fund itself. What a bunch of greedy bastards. I heard that the person at the top of that charity drives a BMW. If they're not using horse and cart made by the Amish, they're spending too much of my money on that shit. Are they using buttons? Unacceptable. I need them to use pins only. Oh, It's fuck. crazy. There's a there's never a floor. Are they spending more than four dollars a day in money on on food?
1: Do they weigh more than 120 pounds? It's ridiculous, dude. I, I was watching. They're not starving I was watching, enough. I was watching one of those fucking bullshit videos on YouTube. Um, like you you know all those like fucking those clickbaity videos where some fucking douchebag. Goes around and he does pranks and shit, but instead this time they're doing like these sap pieces, like these fucking propaganda mm-hmm. pieces, where like they'll they'll go they'll go to like some poor dude, like some bum on the street, and uh, they'll have cameras set up, and they'll go over to the bum and they'll be like, <laughs> "Hey, man, <laughs> yeah," and 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 the like this 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 guy like this this YouTuber, he's um he's like looking around his <laughs> pocket, he's like, "Dude, I can't, you know, oh man." I, I don't know where my wallet is. I, I can't pay the parking meter. I can't pay the parking meter. And then like yeah. the bum will get up and be like, here, here's here's my change. You can use my change. I made this. I made this passing meter. in beer cans. Yeah. I, for the last gonna three weeks. You, I'm going to give you my last dollar <laughs> because I'm a human and I, I have compassion. It Doesn't matter how how much I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i'll put you for those those fucking those scripted oh, shitty it's fucking bad. ridiculous videos oh it's so, it, so I, bad I was, I was watching one of them where this <sighs> fucking douchebag was what was going around the city giving people a thousand dollars like just just giving random like <laughs> i don't know if it was real or fake or what it probably fake but even if it was real, right? Just a douchey, like the, the, like you know, somebody that just goes around and does a, a random uh, acts of kindness, yeah, yeah, but yeah. wants validation for it. You know, just gonna like film yeah, it yeah. and like you know use it for views, and people be like, "Oh, this guy's so nice. He does he does all these nice things." <laughs> yeah. So this guy <laughs> yeah. was giving away, this guy was giving away th- like a thousand dollars to just random bums and shit, right? And and um, somebody in the comment section said, "What the fuck, bro?" You're giving a thousand dollars to one person. You could have given a hundred dollars to ten people. <laughs> and I'm, and, you know, I'm just like, for one, I was, for one, I slow clap because he could do math, and I was like, okay, that's right, a, start. a start. You can do it's math, but it just goes to show that it doesn't matter what you do. People will complain. No. I mean, you They'll could literally. You could literally give something to somebody, and somebody will bitch on how they. G- it, it, the perfect example is giveaways. Like you know, if I do a giveaway on my on my stream or whatever, and uh, I, you know, say I give away like uh, twenty skin codes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do it via Twitter, I do it via Instagram and Facebook, and you've got a bunch of people that'll fucking cry and bitch at you because you have to fall They have to follow you on social media. Because yeah, yeah. God forbid you go out and you buy a couple hundred dollars worth of codes to give away and use that as advertising dollars to uh, you know, boost up your social media, which helps you get more rates for sponsors and have a bigger presence on stuff so- because people just don't understand how business works. And, but yet they'll complain because you just won't give it to them right there and then. They got to go and follow you and actually be a fan and, 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 or like, I don't have Facebook. Okay, then go on Twitter and go on Instagram. I don't have Facebook and Instagram either. Well, then guess what? You're shit out of luck, bro. Looks like you don't get a free skin, man. It's like, you know, tough bananas, bro. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm feeling sorry for you, man. I'm sorry. So it's like, why don't you just
0: deliver that by hand to my front door? Holy shit! Just bring dude. it to me.
1: It's crazy. Uh,
0: oh, it is. It's 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 absolutely nuts. But real talk, though, he gave a thousand dollars to one person. He could have given a dollar to a thousand people,
1: Jeff. I mean, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but that's think that's of the how truth, far man. he could have like, spread it. That's that's just how the world works, dude. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe that's just the internet. Maybe 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 people are just fucking. Like, I actually think some people are just extra fucking stupid on the internet. Like, I have a hard time believing that there is some people out there that are that dense. I know they exist. But, I, but it happens so frequently that you got to believe that people legitimately just over-exaggerate or just say shit to troll. Like, legit, just be like, dude, I'm going to say this. And while they're typing it, they're, like, smiling and shit. They're like, this is so yeah, fucking yeah, dumb. Like, I can't believe I'm fucking typing I'm this right now. Em. Enter. <laughs> He's going to respond. He's going to go <laughs> fucking crazy. It's going to be great. I, I think the majority of people are probably actually like that because people got to be, like, it's a scary society to think that there are Thou- tens of thousands or millions of people that are just legitimately on Troll Street 24-7, seven days a week. They got it. It's, I well, mean, it's got to be a troll, I mean, right? you
0: have to... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there are definitely people that do that. 100%. They get, they get their kicks and, and their, their shits and giggles out at of a, at a, at a doing that stuff. Uh, so, you know, it totally fucking exists. Uh, but, uh, I mean, just... I, I I guess somebody somebody just to wrap this whole up, somebody, uh, this this back up. Somebody in chat said that we weren't we weren't doing enough justice, I guess, to the the concerns that the people were having about this. Here's okay. Here's my honest. Answer. Here's my here's my honest opinion on uh, on this. And my opinion is going to be biased and one sided. All right. Uh, there's no argument against it. You have you have a a completely cosmetic. ...reward system... ...that... ...you have... ...100%... ...the capability of deciding... ...whether or not... ...you spend the money... ...or you don't spend the money... ...and in... ...no... ...way... ...shape or form... ...will it affect... ...your gameplay experience... ...short of being salty about the fact that... ...you can't have the item somebody else did... ...because you're not willing to spend the money to make that item a fucking reality, nothing changes. And on top of that, it's proceeds are going towards something community-related and with the possibility, not guaranteed, but possibility of spillover going to charity. There's, There's almost no better way that they could have framed this for the community and did it for the community short of just taking money out of their own pockets and doing it, and I'm sure there would have still been some way that somebody yeah. would have oh, complained yeah. about this system. It's just, yeah. it, and it, they it can is still it get is. the
1: skins by playing the game, right? And and earning, you know, earning enough whatever to. to and maybe, buy these maybe credits, there, right? I maybe maybe there.
0: I I bet you there are some skins that are locked specifically behind the pay for chests. I'm positive mm-hmm. that's the case. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why would anybody spend the money uh, to open those chests? But at the end of the day, it the it still stands. It skins. That it, skins. it skins. It skins. It's not. It's not it anything that affects the gameplay uh, whatsoever. Yeah. So, um,
1: you know, that's it's it's just it's you know it's like it's, it's like this. Silly. It's like going to the movie theater. You can go to everybody goes to the same movie, right? There's different ways you can experience the movie, but everybody's going to the movie, and you can either sit in the front. You can sit in the back, you can sit in the middle, you can sit in the sides, but it doesn't matter if you're sitting in one of those fucking seats that rumble or whatever, if you want to pay the extra $10 to sit in a rumble seat, then sit in the rumble seat. Don't get mad because it's not free for everybody to sit in a rumble seat. If you want to pay the extra to experience the movie in that light, or in this case, the skin, and this game, and that sort of light, then by all means. When you're sitting in a rumble seat, that's going directly into the, the pockets of the theater. It's not going to charity. It's not going to some extra, you know, fuckboy event where all your favorite fuckboys get together and have a fuckboy time and win all kinds of money. No. It's it's just a good... It's it's good. It's it's all good. I mean, it, there, there literally is no bad that comes out of it. Like you said, there's here's, no here, argument. Okay, here's...
0: Here's here's the follow up. It's literally gambling because you're getting parts of 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 skins to complete the whole.
1: Oh, so now okay, okay so now we're playing the gambling card. Now okay, now we're but here. Hold, hold
0: on, Jeff. I'm gonna blow your mind. Are you ready? I need you to hold on real tight. Hold on to that seat. Here it comes. You ready? <laughs> I don't have to go buy a lot of six forty nine ticket.
1: I don't actually. I just don't do it. That's actually all I have to say about that. That's Dude, that's what that, that can't even be an argument because every single game does it. Every single online game has some kind of role or skin. That's like that's just like going and buying a pack of Pokemon cards and saying I'm fucking gambling right now. Is there I'm paying yeah, for a product that no- I know I'm going to get something. <laughs> I'm getting a pack. So every time you go and you buy a pack of hockey cards, Pokemon cards, magic cards, Hearthstone pack, you're gambling? I mean, I mean, I guess gambling by definition is any betting or wagering for self or others, whether for money or not, no matter how slight or insignificant, when the outcome is uncertain or depends upon chance or skill, that constitutes gambling. But the thing is, that is just the way – that's just – you could use that argument for anything, right? You could use it for anything. So it's just ridiculous. Now come come back, come back
0: in 6 months time when Battlegrounds is starts including weapons and other things that change the face of the game or give people advantages, then there's a argument an argument to be made. But until then, gambling is a poor excuse. Uh, you know, having, having the thing at all, uh, because they said they weren't going to monetize before the game was out is a poor excuse. Uh, there's, there's, there's nothing that's holding any, you know, there's no guns being held to anyone forcing you to go out and spend $2.50 to open up a crate to have a chance at getting a piece of a, of a, of a skin for you to build at the end of the day. It's just, it's just there. It's a silly thing to complain about. Uh, it's, it's. It is what it but is. But it's 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 gaming. Hey, yep. you know what? Other people have a more of a of a almost a, a legitimate reason to complain about. Remember, Bioware put out that game called Mass Effect Andromeda, and mm. uh, it's you know, one sec here, uh-huh. Andromeda. Remember re- remember when Mass Effect used to actually be a game that people took seriously, and it was a really popular series that uh, actually held a lot of, of clout amongst the community. And then they released Andromeda, and it was pretty fucking bad. Um, it was bad, as people later found out, because they uh, put the A-team at Bioware onto, uh, onto uh, what's the name of that game coming? Um, Anthem. Anthem. And then yeah. the B-team that didn't have Mr. T on it, uh, went and made Andromeda, and boy was it rough. It wasn't the worst game ever made, but it was rough. Rough enough and didn't sell enough that now it looks like there's not going to be a hell of a lot of DLC provided uh, for this game. So people are a little salty about that. But as a peripheral thing, people got really salty on this specific YouTube video. Bioware. Oh, this is the the, the corn maze, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> I saw
1: so that BioWare. Shit. It's So Bioware, fucking
0: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so Bioware, who's a Canadian company? Uh, you know, they're they're situated out west. Uh, they bought up the uh, the ability to to create the design for the Edmonton corn maze for this year, and so they came up with a design, and it's for Anthem, and obviously. Mm. This is, like, the worst waste of money for advertising oh.
1: Oh, yeah. you
0: could ever imagine. But they did it for fun, and the video, honest to God, it was bad, yet yeah, the joke is it's corny. And and I still giggled a couple of times. I, chuck, it I was chuckled just,
1: twice, though, yeah. I'm not going to lie, a couple, I did chuckle.
0: There's a couple of good little tidbits in here, and you, you could probably find this video easily enough on, on YouTube. And so I watched it, and I, and I honestly thought the general, like, reaction to this video was going to be, you know, kind of lighthearted. People would be like, "All right, that's pretty silly, that's pretty fun, you know, it it is what it is. Because the reception for Anthem so far has been pretty positive on the whole. And I scroll down in the comments, and it's got like a 50% like rate. The fucking comments are just bombing it, and it's all Mass Effect Andromeda people. Every oh, yeah. fucking one of them, and they are so angry salty. about the oh, fact that their game is not getting like, or they don't know if they're getting DLC or not. But then Bioware is spending this money on a corn maze in northern Canada.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. Get fucked. Mass That's Effect, andromeda. So Dude, the price for Mass Effect dropped down to like 19.99. The
0: oh, game is like, immediately the game is
1: done, bro. It's it's just oh, done. it's so <laughs> dead. It's such a shit show in the game. But yeah, the corn maze, I, I did see that a couple of days ago and I laughed. And uh oh, so know, good. I saw I saw that uh, somebody on Twitter tweeted it and I was like, What the hell is this? It's pretty uh it was it was kind of funny. I posted it in the chat for the people that wanted to watch it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm <It's> sorry. <laughs> I, I really did.
0: I thought I thought I thought people were going to be laughing about it in the comments. I was looking forward to people like saying they liked the same jokes I liked and all this shit. And I go down. And it's just like, ah, oh, oh, this man. is anger, uh, anger and spite. But yeah, I thought I'd add that in there for, for the the giggles this week. Uh, and to wrap up this segment before we go on a, on a short break, uh, last podcast we talked a brief, not even briefly. We actually talked kind of at length uh, about the Genesis flashback and the Atari flashback by At Games. Mm-hmm. and uh as it turns out they're pretty shit really <laughs> as much as we didn't want them to be apparently there's quite a bit of issues uh first and foremost being uh that it doesn't really do a great job of emulating the game so there's a lot of skipped frames in there which isn't a huge deal with um you know certain types of games but you start playing sonic or mortal Kombat or things of that nature and skipped frames uh becomes a problem for sure yeah Uh, there's also some quirky stuff with the UI and, and getting around with the, within it. And there are a lot of kind of vapor, what people would consider vaporware games on that 80 game list. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then there's also the same kind of lag, uh, uh, frame drop issue occurs with, um, cartridges that you plug in to, to play of your own. Yeah, that's not good. So that's, that's not great either. So, uh, as it turns out, you shouldn't buy that. And uh you should uh, pretend that that didn't happen, but it looks so promising. Like it looked it looked so Yeah. I'll and be maybe honest,
1: that was I'm the probably problem. still going to buy it. I'll probably still get it just to have one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that is that's very sad cuz this was Sega's opportunity to Well, it's know.
0: not Sega it's not Sega making it. I think is part of the problem, right? It's at games. It's a third party. So it's not like the the NES classic and the SNES classic where Nintendo was overseeing the whole thing.
1: Uh, this is just uh another company entirely that's done but consoles I mean, like Sega's, this in the past. Sega's got to have some kind of say in how their uh, how their brand is represented. I think they just bought the you know licensing.
0: I, mean? right. I think they just bought the licensing for it and uh or purchased the licensing for it and, and See, like, it. I
1: I would have thought I would have thought I mean even if even if they did own the licensing to to these games and 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 to Sega that there would still be some kind of clause where, you know, just because you buy it, you're not going to now post a photo of, you know, Sonic banging fucking, you know, an altered yeah, beast in well, the ass. You know, yes, there's probably, you know, but, but you know, uh, and which, which you know, can be funny um, to some. But <laughs> the, the, with with the Sega, if, if they're going to come out and it's kind of a big deal and they're just going to like completely fuck the whole gaming experience, like that's not. If I was Sega, I'd be like, "This, you're not going to release this. Like, this is unacceptable. You need to change the hardware. Or something's going on here." Um, mm. And I think it's kind of know. poor timing too, because Sega's been on this on a, on
0: a bit of an upswing uh, with you know the games they've been announcing and the and the programs and stuff that they have in place that they're trying to kind of revive the Sega brand in general over the course of yeah. the next few years. And so to have this. Kind of crop up right around now is is likely not, not the good. greatest thing um, for them. I don't know how they remedy that. I, I would have I would have liked them to do it on their own, uh, honestly. And and I'm surprised. Maybe it will still happen. Maybe we'll, we will get an official um, Sega branded one at some point. Uh, but the, I think the the hurdle for them is uh, that they're going to be putting so much of their classic stuff, and it's already on the PC, you know, as it stands, uh, mm-hmm. and they're putting it on mobile now. So it's possible that they're just going to skip this kind of thing altogether because they're putting stuff on mobile and focusing on that. Uh, but uh, I think with the Which success think, of, honestly, the, of the Nest Mini, is it will probably happen.
1: I, I I honestly think, and as much as I, well, I like to hate on mobile shit because I'm just not a mobile gamer, I just never was. I'll play like the mm. odd Candy Crush or something on an airplane, but even that can't hold my attention for more than an hour. Um, mm. I actually think probably going to mobile is is best case scenario for Sega. I don't think there's a big enough fan base for Sega anymore. I think it's been it's been out of the the limelight for so long, and I, I feel like and it's being it, it's an uphill climb. It's kind of like you know Nintendo trying to keep up against if if Nintendo was trying to directly compete against Xbox or Sony, yeah. uh, they're just not going to do that, right? They have to go their own route because they know what kind of battles they can and cannot win. I think for Sega, trying to emulate with pun, uh, you know, the, the Nintendo and, uh, well, mainly Nintendo right now, what they're doing with all these minis and the line of minis that they have coming out, it's a great idea in theory. I do like the fact that a third party is going to do this if it's done right, unfortunately, by the sound of it, it's not done right. But I think mobile is great because mobile people like fucking soccer moms and like teenagers and shit, they'll download fucking anything, dude. They'll download any. They don't need to be attached to it. They just need to see it up in the top ten list on an app store. They see five stars and they they go. They just want it. They just want it. So it's it's an opportunity for them to gain traction with new people that don't know. Maybe you know. And Sonic is a good enough IP, and it's it's a recognizable enough IP that I think even if a soccer mom saw Sonic, they would kind of know what it is. They'd be like, oh, oh, this Sonic, I think my son played it when he was a kid. You know, I think I'll try this out. You know, something like that. So uh, and then you got all these other great games that even to hardcore fanboys of uh, I wouldn't say hardcore, but 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 to your average gamer that had played Sega, there's so many great games on Sega that they probably never heard of or even played. So the fact that you can bring it to a phone where it is the most used thing on the planet, period. They have a bigger and better opportunity to get new people on board, sell their game, or at least monetize it in some way, and to just get more people playing it and having that Sega brand out there that way. So I do like the fact that they are moving over to mobile, even though I won't touch it, likely. Um, I think that's the best case scenario for Sega, and if that succeeds for them, then maybe they are able to to come back into the game and and be a player in some way but i don't even think there are, they'd even be close to the level of even nintendo in terms of the you know the console wars it's not like sega's going to come up with another console but you never know they may come out with a, a, a line of games they may bring their, some of their games back out that you know some of these other consoles can you know, they can play it on. on Yeah. And that's, and that's
0: their, and that's their plan, right? So their plan is, is, uh, releasing their older stuff on mobile to start and then expanding outward from mobile over time, uh, with the old stuff. And then, uh, and then reviving, uh, IPs that have been dormant for a really long time that were very popular back in the day that still hold some interest or hold a lot of value that could be expanded upon in, in, you know, with new, new hardware that we have today. Um, and, and rebuild Sega's reputation kind of from the ground up, um, which is pretty much what they've got to do. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the unfortunate situation. And I'm going to assume that the Atari one is going to be similar. So be wary if you were, uh, after our discussion last week, <laughs> thinking about maybe picking up one of these bad boys, uh, just, uh, just be aware that it's, it's not going to likely be the most smooth experience. Not the worst, you know, after reading the whole article, it didn't sound like it was, you know, for $80, it didn't sound like you were getting completely shafted, but you just have to know that for $80, you're going to have to maybe jump through a couple of hoops to uh, to really get your uh, your money's worth, but uh, certainly certainly not the holy grail of Sega Genesis stuff like we were hoping it was going to be last week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it f- uh, for now. We're going to go and, and take a, a bit of a break, and when we uh, then when we come back, we've got movies and TV talk to discuss. Uh, and kind of catch up on what's been going on in, uh, in that world. And so, uh, thank you very much for listening so far. We'll be right back. Sit tight for the sellout and, uh, we will return. Hey guys, if you're enjoying technical alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us help you help us. And you, we've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live streamed every Friday at 8pm Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash technicalalpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people. And really, more people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly, though, while we like to joke about the cello, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. And we are back in black! Doom. I'm not going to try and emulate that man's oh, voice. Yeah, no, no yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is he going to go there? <laughs> bad life choices would have been made there. Let's just leave it as it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is time to discuss... Uh, movies, TV, and if there's any retro stuff that, that, uh, Mr. Black's managed to dig up in the last seven days, then we can touch on that. But if not, then we dive right into the movies and TV. Nah. Do we have anything?
1: Nothing, nothing retro related. I did get my shelves screwed into the back wall though, which is nice. So now they're not like going to mm. fall over at any minute. So uh, that's that. good
0: because you know, so when Wayne brings, uh, brings his son over and his son goes to pull out a Nintendo 64 controller and it hooks it and then the whole thing kills yeah. him. Yeah. That's good. That's probably a yep. step in the right direction. That's, that's Yep. <laughs> that's but it's great. been it's
1: been uh I picked up a few games, but I finished my Mega Man collection for NES, so I have all of them now, 1 through 6. Um no really retro news or nothing new that came out. I think probably us just talking about Sega uh yeah. is probably the closest thing to retro right now.
0: Um there is one little thing and we talked about a different one last week uh, where that, that tournament whatever game thing sold for some obscene amount of money uh mm-hmm. a, a sealed first run mario bros sold for $30,000 this week wow uh and it was On a guy who had worked eBay? at nintendo uh yeah it was an ebay sale and it was a guy who worked at nintendo and uh he has no idea he doesn't remember why he had you know the game or whatever uh but uh yeah uh it was $30,000 and and <laughs> People were like, man, I've got one of those laying around. And somebody was like, but wait, yours isn't worth 30 grand because it's not the one that he had, which was like a first run. So uh, the retail packaging had one of the flip up tabs that you'd put onto like one of the racks like you have in your, in your other room, like one of the tabs or whatever. And apparently if it has one of those, it's one of the first ones that were, were put out. So it's a sealed version of that. Oh, of Mar- and it's flawless, dude. Like I'm looking at the pictures, there isn't a dent, a scratch, a crease. It is like it it was in a in a fucking bubble wrap for forty fucking years or whatever. And now here it is. Uh, and so yeah, thirty grand. Not a bad not a bad payday. Uh, wow. As far as the movie stuff goes, I put a couple things in here, moving TV. And if we have any other things, we can of course tack it on there. Any opportunity that I get to talk about True Detective, I'm gonna take the opportunity to talk about True Detective because it's one of my it's favorite things to have ever been to yeah. have ever been made. Uh I mean we all know that because I'm pretty sure they they had locked in two more seasons regardless. We just didn't know the timeline uh, of when season three and, and four would, would happen. Apparently season three is approaching something as uh they have pegged Uh, I'm gonna probably fuck this name up, Mahershal Ali, as a major cast member, possibly a starring role, something along those lines, um, and that just happened, I guess, this week, and, 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 uh, Mahershal was talking about it, and, uh, how he was saying as soon as they find a director or whatever that they're, that they're happy with, that, uh, things will start,
1: the ball will start rolling at that point. Um, yeah, so, and in that, so he's, yeah, yeah, he's the guy, sorry, uh, he's the guy, um, he won an Oscar for, um, I think it was Moonlight. Uh, yes, Moonlight. he also, yep. he also was, uh, one of the main villains in Luke Cage when those part of the episodes were actually good. Um, yes. the guy is like super talented. He's kind of like the American, uh, Idris Elba, I would say, uh, is the best way I can put him. Okay. Um. He he was also I wanted to say he had a stint on the Wire but I could be wrong about that. They listed a few things
0: in that article but I'm not I'm not sure if the Wire uh, but, rings any bells.
1: But I definitely know he was in Moonlight and um and uh, the other one I just said. But he is super talented. The guy is like a really mm. good actor. I just haven't seen him in much. Like I think a role like this is perfect for him because he plays. Either a gangster of some sort, or like, you know, just just a tough dude, like a fucking stoic, like badass, like almost like he could play a John Wick. Like, if there was a black okay. John Wick, he would be okay. the John Wick. So instead of Common, they could have used Mahershal. Oh my, oh my god, this guy is <laughs> infinitely better than Common. I mean, Common is a good like throwaway like villain, but this guy's yeah. like he's like if Common was a legitimate like Oscar type actor, like like okay. somebody that actually has credentials, like some not yeah, some yeah, fuckboy yeah. actor. Like, this guy really knows how to do uh do his shit, so um, everything that this guy touches is like gold. If you go and look at his IMDb, and you look at the movies that he's been, there awesome. there is, it's the majority of them are like 90, 90% or higher, like the, the oh, stuff that this guy, his agent must be doing a good job, uh he's doing a good job, so... The fact that they are announced, I didn't know this until you said it. So the fact yeah. that they they have this guy on board tells me the quality. I mean, the last season they 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 like they announced Vince Vaughn and shit. Like you know, it, there's a just yeah. a different level of legitimacy. And now that this guy is uh is is part of this project, I I'm feeling good about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and in that same article, they they included some stuff about the uh, uh the What was it, the previous uh, director or the producer? Uh, What did I write down here? I can't remember. Might have been the director. Anyway, uh, from uh, HBO talking about the failings of season two for True Detective. Uh, And apparently what it all boils down to was season one of True Detective, uh, the writer for the show, and I can't remember his name. It escapes me now. It's a unique, it's a pretty unique name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, it was like something that this guy had been working on, I guess, for a long time. It was like a brainchild of this of this one dude, and he had fine tuned it over a long period of time. And then when it was super successful, they wanted to obviously try and replicate that in the following, like in like a super short time frame. And so uh, it wasn't the same thing, like like the guy writing it does not give the same amount of, uh, or doesn't have the ability to give the same amount of time and energy to this project. And so it just flat out didn't end up being nearly as good. And so he said, I learned my lesson, and now we're not giving him hard timelines. We're just saying, come to us when you have some good shit, and we're going to know that it's going to be amazing. And then we're going to, you know, put all of our, our weight behind it. So yep. um, I think picking up this guy <clears throat> is a damn good start. It's got me excited because, yeah, like you said, when last season they announced Vince Vaughn, everybody was trying to come like, up with reasons why that was going
1: to be okay. Uh, and it's not like uh, now he's a bad got, actor. Like, he definitely has some chops and he's done yeah. a variety of different things, but it's Vince Vaughn in True Detective. I mean, we went from yeah. the first season that was arguably the single best season of television to ever yeah. be on TV, like ever, yeah. Like we're talking yeah. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. We're talking yeah. everything. It rivals the best season, uh, like singular season, of yeah. of any show ever. And every and, episode and then, was incredible. And then you're gonna go and announce Vince Vaughn, like for for season two, and you're not gonna have the two, the two stars that were that were, um. You know, I know that each season was supposed to be its own you know, separate story and then moving on to other actors and stuff. But just how successful it was, you would have thought like, okay, you know, maybe we can pay, pay these guys some, <laughs> some good money yeah. and continue this because, you know, <laughs> we'll do something. So, you know, yeah. Vince Vaughn. off to a good start. Yeah. yeah, I think we got yeah, Vince no, Vaughn. I so, like you know. it.
0: And don't forget, we got to see Alexandra uh, uh, you know, assets. Mm. Which were amazing. I will. I will say though, in defense of of of, uh, of Ms. D'Addario, her eyes are almost, if stunning. not equally, as incredible as stunning. her wreck.
1: <laughs> Everything about her is stunning. It's really. just it's a Top it's a bottom.
0: solid fourteen or fifteen out of ten. Uh, I on, bet your shit smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no to that. Um moving on to uh Dark Tower we we've been talking about this. I feel like we're going to probably talk about this until it's out and then probably after it's out because it looks like fire. Um and it's coming from a book that's basically um you know Stephen um oh King. god King thank you uh, my brain went spielberg right
1: steven steven king's well, there's like there's a lot of stevens in the movie business there's there, a lot there
0: are, there are a few uh, uh it, it was like his opus right it was like his fucking like greatest book i think i think this was i think the article even said that this was that the that series was the only real series that he ever kind of included himself in the book uh, and so I think that shows how much, you know, even, even Mr. King himself uh, has invested in, in this series. And they talked a little bit, and I want to talk about your your thoughts on it as well, um, about the, you know, first of all, obviously, the adaptation of books to film. Because apparently, and I haven't read them, but I feel like I want to read them now, uh, the the series of books are are very different. Like, all of them are almost a different genre. And they're kind of all over the place, and they're super dense. And so adapting that... To film was very difficult, and they kind of leaned towards one of the books in the series that was much more uh, succinct and focused. And uh, and apparently it went so focused that we're getting this 90-minute movie. And that's kind of been one of the the talking points that I've seen around the internet more than almost anything – Uh, Which is a bit sad because I think that it just looks like a really solid movie. And everybody keeps talking almost to the point of complaining about the fact that it's only an hour and a half. So as somebody that watches a whole bunch of movies, and movies have kind of gotten, in my opinion on this this, before I hand off to you, is that movies are often too long. Uh, Not because two and a half hours or two hours is too long to sit down and watch a movie, but because there's at least 15-20 minutes or so of useless shit in a movie that does not need to be there. What's your take on, on this? Do movies need to be that long? And, and do you even have a concern about dark tower being 90 minutes long?
1: Um, you know, usually sometimes when movies are too long, that's something to be concerned about. Um, mm. because they're putting in too much shit. And sometimes like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of movies that, I mean, even watching a movie like wolf on wall street, um, You know, uh, Scorsese is is he is notorious for making long ass movies, and you don't really care that much because he makes great film. But in basically every one of his movies that I've watched, I never leave going, "Wow, that was too long." But I always leave going, "Eh, "That you know, some of those scenes were kind of like." didn't need to be there you know it's it's mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. it's almost like you have certain directors that just want to flex their muscles a little bit and be like you know look yeah look 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 what I can do right look look what I can do and a lot of the time is the final version that you get of a movie in a theater is a very condensed version of what the director actually filmed I mean it happens all the time I mean um, that's why you get like these director's cuts because the studio goes okay this is too long or oh this isn't You know, the direction that we're going here, I don't like that, or I didn't like these scenes. They start cutting shit out, and you get a director's version. And sometimes the director's version is ten times better than the regular version because all of those pieces are there, and the story makes more sense when everything is built up. Sometimes, though, um, it's the opposite. Sometimes movies are too long, and you get bored, or there's like a 30-minute period or a 20-minute period and you think about it: if a movie is an hour and uh, ninety, say two hours long, and there's twenty minutes of filler, like there's just twenty minutes of downtime, that's a big chunk of the movie. Like of just sitting there, you know, really, it's not progressing the story any. It's not you're not you're not engaged. You're looking at your cell phone. You know, when you start doing things like that, it takes you out of the movie, and it automatically, It doesn't matter how good the movie gets at that point. There's something negative to say about it. I think what a lot of people are complaining about here about being 90 minutes is a lot of them are probably fanboys and they love the original concept so much. They understand how long of a process it was probably to read all the books and how much how much content there is. And as a fan, you know, it's okay, I'll ask you this Adam. Say sure. uh, episode 9 comes out, right? And they say right. it's 90 minutes. Okay. Is that going to scare you or is that going to, or is it going to be more of like you're disappointed because you only get 90 minutes of Star Wars? I think, I think it depends on what happens in the 90 minutes.
0: If they, if you do a 90 minute movie, but you don't movie, know, but you're, like you don't know right now. Yeah, but don't you know. don't know. Oh, oh okay. But, I but, see what you mean. You
1: know, say it's a 90 minute movie, right? Say, I see what you, mean. Uh, you know, Lucas Arts Disney comes out and says, yep, yeah, guys, episode nine's 90 minutes. Is that going to scare you? I'm I'm not sure when it comes to when it comes to Star Wars, I mean, uh, like,
0: Star Wars by itself is already absolutely chock full of fucking filler anyway. So I, I don't I, like I don't know if I'd be me with Star Wars. I might actually be like, pleased with the fact that it's only an hour oh, and a half long. All right, maybe cause I'm there's asking so much the wrong filler. person.
1: But, the, but I mean, the way, I mean, the,
0: if they're gonna cut out a bunch of lightsaber fights, no, obviously that's the fucking you know the thing. Okay, but there's all so, sorts of stupid shit in Star Wars. But yeah,
1: I mean, if, if for the people that are listening, I get, right what, you're now, saying, I, I I get what you're saying, though. I think if they came out and they said it's ninety minutes, you're gonna be yeah. maybe not scared, but you're gonna be disappointed. You're gonna be like, fuck, man! Like, mm-hmm. I'm only get I waited all this time. I'm getting ninety minutes. Like, you mm-hmm. know, are they really gonna show this scene within that? And especially with novel to movie adaptations, they know. What is in there, and they're the biggest critics because when you're reading yeah, something yeah. on a piece of paper, everybody has their, uses their own imagination. I mean, words are going to paint something for you, and then you kind of interpret it the way that you want. That's why some people get different things out of books than others. So when it comes to the big screen, there's a lot of people that are left disappointed because they go, "Well, that's not what I imagined," and I love this this way that I thought that the that the you know the writer it put on paper for me, and, and this is not what I wanted. So especially with novel to movie adaptations I think it's it's even more concerning for me I don't read books you know I listen to them and even still like when I listen to an audiobook uh it's it, it can be like a, a 7 to 10 hour ordeal uh I don't know how long it takes a, somebody that reads a book normally but I mean I invest I invest time into it and so but I don't really get into those like teeny bopper Shit novels or whatever that go to movies This one isn't the case I mean this is a Stephen King And the majority of his work has gone to film now Or a lot, of, not a majority it, but a lot of it So for me as an everyday moviegoer A guy that didn't know anything about the source material I don't give a shit Like, you know, it, it has Idris Elba It has Matthew McConaughey in it It's got a good director It's got, it's Stephen, it's Stephen King He's had some, he's had some misfires But judging how this is like his this is his baby like this 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 line of books is the one that a, a lot of people really love like it's just this is it this is like his lord of the rings so you know i can see why people are upset but for me i don't care i mean i'm i'm not concerned i'm kind of happy I, I mean i i'll be honest i love going to the movies and being out and 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 enjoying it so an hour and 40 minutes would have been nice hour and 45 minutes just to know, I'd be in the movies a little bit longer. But if it's an hour and thirty of focused content, it has purpose from start to middle to end, and it's and it, it's just a good ride all the way through. How can I complain? I mean, I can't yeah. complain about that. And you know, we're going to get another one if it does well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a series of books, so I can't I can't complain. I think an hour and thirty minutes, yeah, it's it's a bit aggressive. It's a little short. Uh, for for a big budget feature film like this with two massive movie stars and a huge name behind it but that kind of tells me something about it it kind of tells me that hey you know they they know what they have here and and they're, they're they're gonna make it work hopefully and by and some of the reviews have been coming in about the movie and the vast majority of them are good and they're positive it's got a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes it's got a high a high IMDb score um, and these are coming from critics that have a stick up their ass you know so the everyday moviegoer is probably going to really enjoy it unless you're read the yeah. novels and you want to bitch. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think, I think that there are are a
0: lot, obviously it depends on the genre and the source material and a whole bunch of stuff depending, you know, makes up whether or not I want a movie to be longer or shorter um, or if, not even if I want it to be, but I, I think if it makes sense for it to be perhaps uh longer or shorter. And I, I think, I think in this case, based on what I've read, uh, about, you know, the, the parts of the, of the novel line that they've, that they've built uh, this script on, that it makes sense that it's a bit shorter. And, uh, I, I would love to see, uh, movies like this, uh, air to the shorter side. Like you said, 90 minutes would be a bit short, maybe an hour and 40, you know, it, it, yeah. sa- it sounds silly to say an extra 10 minutes, but, it's uh, a lot of time uh, ten minutes, in a movie. Ten, man. Minutes of ten, screen, minutes. ten minutes of screen time is a lot of time, right? So yeah. um I, I think I, I think I would enjoy more of that for sure because I, I think for me, oftentimes in movies, uh I just find like you said, where there are just parts and there's a lot of dead air and you're just sitting there and you're on your phone or you've just zoned out and you just stop, you know, you stop caring. Uh and 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 then you ask yourself at the end of the movie sometimes you're like, why did that part even why was yeah, that even it there? It just it kind of ruins the flow of the movie. So if if we get into this, you, you know, kind of a more of a habit, because Dunkirk wasn't
1: really long either, right? Dunkirk was what an hour forty, yeah, and like you know that. What? Right? Speaking of Dunkirk, we'll uh, switch it over now. Um, but yeah, 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 Dark Tower, I'll, I'll go. I'll go see. I'm definitely going to go see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, day, for sure. So that'll be good. Um, but I I saw Dunkirk. Um, I have I have a small confession to make, and I, I hate saying this. Uh-oh. I fell asleep. I fell asleep during Dunkirk, and oh I, no! But I woke up like I, I. I think I might have been out for maybe two minutes, maybe like it was still sort of the same <laughs> area of the scene. But I fell asleep, and it's pretty rare for me to fall asleep in a movie. the The thing is with Dunkirk, it is a great piece of art. Like, yeah. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan, so you you just know, and it, you know Hans Zimmer. You've got it all. I mean, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get the sound. I mean, the fucking sound effects in this movie, Adam, is you you want to test out your surround when the yeah. shit comes – This is the one. You know, um, the sounds were absolutely insane. I mean, it felt like you were like when a bomb or a grenade went off. There's been t- like, there has been like there's times where I like I. I like fucking it wasn't cuz I was asleep it was like like holy fuck like when a character gets surprised by something it fucking wakes you up you're like oh my mm. god it's, and it's like there's this rumble um but the thing is with Dunkirk it isn't a standard movie it's a historical piece and so when the movie starts and I'm not going to get into any spoilers but the moment the movie starts the very opening scene you're in a battle and it ends at the end of a battle so there is no there's no character development there's no like crying wife at home with that's pregnant waiting for her husband to get back there's no like fucking you know guy's gonna fight uh you know to see his child or or you know uh there's some brotherly love out on the battlefield and there's like you know a, a pack of, of 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 soldiers that are you know, banded together, and when one dies, it's the end of the world, and one guy goes rogue after his best buddy dies, (laughs) there's none of that, dude, it's fucking war, and I mean, you know, it's a dog eat dog world, and a lot of, you know, some people were sort of upset that, you know, there'd be times where a guy on his own side will, like, Put another dude in harm's way to save his own ass, like like mm. just legitimate fear, like things that would have really happened in war. Like you know, if there's some stranger you're fighting beside, and there's a grenade that like goes off, are you going? Are you? Is everybody a hero and and gonna jump on the grenade, or are you gonna push the guy in front of the grenade and run? You know, are there, it it really it's that's one thing that I commend for this movie is is. It's brutal. It's very real. And when you're watching it, you almost, you know, like I got emotional at one point because. Not because it was sad in terms of like, uh, you know, all those things I just said about there's this buildup. You just love this character and you, you're rooting for him. You're not really rooting for anybody in this movie. You're following around uh, a character like, a, a, you know, somebody. It goes to a few different things. But for the most part. It was more of the weight of it when you realize what actually went down and how helpless these people were, and and the efforts that went in from the civilians to go and 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 save these people, and how close they were at home, and of course you've got your Hans Zimmer score in the background, and you, you know it's a very powerful movie. What I what I appreciated and why I don't fault it so much, and probably a reason why I didn't enjoy it as much as, say, Interstellar or Inception or, um, you know, other Christopher Nolan, you know, the Dark, dark Knight and, and other things is because that he didn't Hollywoodize it. There was no fluff. There was no, like, you know, limbs blowing off and fucking people screaming with guts hanging out and, and these big set pieces where, you know, Michael Bay is fucking blowing shit up like crazy and <laughs> there's <laughs> slow motion. There's none of it. It is a grounded very raw. It's it's almost as if Christopher Nolan took cameras to Dunkirk and filmed the war. And it was just a battle. And you have to commend that. And that's why I have to put my my own personal bias aside when it comes to wanting to just be strictly entertained at the movies. It's almost like watching a documentary on like Anne Frank and then being bored. You know, it's like it's like, dude, what you know you know, do something here. Like fucking Blow something up or or do something. Come on, um, Anne. Fuck. Yeah, come on. Come on, Ann. Don't you have like a superpower or something? Like, fuck. Shoot somebody, Ann. Fuck me. So, and all those shit did get blown up and there was, you know, crazy good set pieces and things like that. It was, it was, it used it more of the rawness and the reality of it, the weight of what's actually happening uh, with some good acting, of course, to really sell those, those, those moments. That that's what was used it wasn't special effects it wasn't all this other fucking shit that you normally get And so for that, you know, I I would highly recommend people to go see the movie If you are that type of person that gets bored in a movie theater if there's not enough I don't want to say if there's not enough action because it literally is a war scene the whole way, but It's a different type of action. It's 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 not a john wick Let's put it that way. So it was good. I did fall asleep very briefly um and, it, and, and I and it was because I was very tired. I went and saw it at ten thirty show and I think I dozed off at like you know maybe it was like maybe eleven thirty. Uh, but it was very brief. And then when I woke up, I was like you know I was I was like shit. I can't believe I just fucking fell asleep. And I and I got back at it, but I enjoyed it. I left the movie theater um pleased and uh, satisfied. I didn't leave overly excited where I wanted to fucking go on Twitter and tell everybody like run out and see Dunkirk. But it's one of those things that you got a good surround sound, or you're in IMAX. You're gonna have a it's gonna be an intense time. So, you know, I give it like a thumb and a half up.
0: Yeah, it's uh um there. I mean, there have been a handful of movies that that, that have done that where they've leaned or they've aired more to the side of documentary than than actual raw entertainment value. And really, I mean, how many people right now? High, that could do a high-profile movie of this of, of this sort, other than than Christopher Nolan. I don't think there's many, you know, that would give somebody the money to produce something like this knowingly, yeah. uh, unless you 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 know you get a Christopher Nolan and Nolan says, yeah, by the way, we're going to hook in Hans Zimmer and all this other shit, and then everybody goes, all right, fuck it, here, just take the money, go do whatever the hell you do, because uh, it will probably it'll probably make us money in return. Uh, and I'm happy that that exists and I'm happy that he was willing and, and, and wanting to do something like that, you know, using his Mm -hmm. position to, to do that because, um, you know, not everybody will, will sit down and watch documentaries, uh, like actual documentaries on war or other atrocities. Um, uh, and we'll just loosely talk about it or, or have passing knowledge of it. Uh, and not really understand uh, or or have a, an idea of uh, of the gravity of those circumstances, and, and it's for those very reasons that that uh, that we are awfully good at repeating ourselves in history over and over and over again. No matter how many times we we, we mercilessly fuck each other up on uh, mass uh, for various reasons, we seem to do it over and over again, regardless. And it's and it's largely in part to the fact that after a certain period of time, people just fucking forget <clears throat> what yeah. that. That time was either because they were born outside of it or, uh, or enough time has passed that, like, we're getting to the point now where inside of the next 10 years at best, there's not going to be any veterans left from World War II. They're going to flat out be all dead. So, I mean, uh, having movies like this that are, that are, despite the fact that they're more documentary in style, uh, I feel like has an enormous amount of cultural value because it will get more people to watch that versus saying, hey, you should, you should go check out you know, X channel on television and watch a thousand documentaries on World War II.
1: <laughs> well, the, 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 way, the, the more I think about it, the more I, I, I'm starting to appreciate the, the, the film even, even more so. I didn't know the story of Dunkirk. I just didn't. Mm. I didn't learn it in school. I didn't know about it. Um, when the movie came out and I heard Dunkirk, like I've heard it in passing, but I didn't know what was going on, like w- w- how it all happened. So not only was it educational, but it was it was it was like kind of like what you said. It was like watching a documentary, but in movie form, like it was a little Mm -hmm. Hollywood, but not it. But it wasn't. Uh, It was it was almost as if Christopher Nolan said, you know what? I've made a fuck ton of money. I'm going to go into a passion project. And I don't care. I don't care if people watch it or they don't. I'm going to I'm going to do I'm going to do this like I'm going to do this justice. I'm going to tell the story about the way it was. Dude, I watched videos, or you can watch them on YouTube, of the veterans that were actually on Dunkirk. Watch this movie, and it is it is heartbreaking. Can uh, you imagine they, how
0: fucking hard it would be for, for somebody to watch that when they were part of the actual battle? Can you imagine dude, how fucking difficult they said, that would be?
1: They said it was so realistic that some of them had to leave. It was bringing back like legit was taking them right back in the battlefield. Um, so it, it was so great. It was almost like, you know, we, we've got, so slavery movies, you know, some of my, some of my favorite types of, um, you know, documentary like movies. Um, yeah. Obviously I'm, I'm African American, so there's history there. And my mm-hmm. you know, with my family and, and, you know, my great, great, grandparents and things like that you know there was some shit that went down and, and my my grandmother used to talk about it all the time when she was mm-hmm. living so i like watching those type of movies just to kind of you know kind of know where where my ancestors came from and and uh, and kind of know the history there so that i can pass that down you know to my kids and stuff so w- this movie was very similar to say 12 years of slave which yeah. was a very realistic like like turn your yeah. stomach type crazy shit that didn't get did, didn't have an agenda to make a bunch of money that didn't have I, I do believe uh, Brad Pitt also uh, produced that movie but um mm-hmm. he you know it, it didn't it just knew what it was so something else that would say say for example like a, a movie about the concentration camps there 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 has been movies that have Holly like been super Hollywood where it it's almost like a, not a joke, but it doesn't take itself overly serious, kind of like, say, Django Unchained. So you watch Django yeah. Unchained, and yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. a slavery movie that has very dark tones, but is very comedic and over the top. uh doesn't take itself too serious. Dunkirk is, is, is the 12 years of slave of a war movie, and that's what mm-hmm. I love so much about it. It's something that you could watch over and over and over again. Um, but yeah. And and African American is not just an American thing. <laughs> I know, I know I, it's a North it's American just, thing. It's, yeah. it's It doesn't mean just because you call yourself African American doesn't mean you're from the states. Jeff, you're African you don't, you don't Nova Scotian. That. Yeah, you're African Canadian. <laughs> you're like, you're dude. you're Af- you're African Spryfield. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah, there's a lot of people that say that. She's like, dude, you're not African American. I'm like, uh. Okay. I don't I don't want to shock you, but America does not
0: actually mean USA as much <laughs> as a lot of people would like to believe. Uh, North America is a thing. Um yeah, did you completely unrelated, but did you end up watching Lord of War last week? No. Near did I. I mean, I have it. I have it, but I haven't watched it yet. So, no, I was just wondering I, if you if you had or not.
1: No, I um that's the 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 with uh, what's his face? The one that Gab Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I have dude. it on my phone. Like I I have a note on there and every time I pull up my notes it's like Lord of War and I was like what the fuck is Lord of War? And now <laughs> I just remembered just it. like,
0: dude, this this dude, did you see, so Nicholas Cage? Did you see where Nicholas Cage has been this week?
1: <laughs> uh I, no.
0: I don't think you're ready for this shit, dude. Go to Google, all right? And type in Nicholas Cage Kazakhstan. The motherfucker has been in Kazakhstan this week. And it produced one of the greatest pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. He's been there. He said some shit uh, that has now pissed off a whole bunch of humanitarian people because it, it, they were like, he's supporting the you know, the regime uh, in in Kazakhstan and all blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, Nicolas Cage showed up. Somebody put him in this crazy fucking outfit. He said some shit. <laughs> and now... Now he's I'm catching to... heat from people. Oh my!
1: Yes, what is he wearing, the...
0: dude? It's it's some traditional clothing shit. It's fucking incredible. If you find it, please post it in chat for other people to see dude, that I shit because it. Right it is. Here. It's... It is.
1: Un- oh my god, dude! They're memeing believable. the shit out of him, dude. There, <laughs> there's him. There's uh, him on the Game of Thrones chair yeah, in that yes. fucking outfit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so Dude, good. there's so dude, many memes looks, right now. Oh my god. Dude, he looks so
0: upset in that picture. He's like, in his, in, you know in his mind he's thinking, how the fuck did I end up where I'm standing right now? Like, what whirlwind bullshit lands bearded Nicholas Cage in the middle of Kazakhstan wearing like a fucking huge fur, like... Whatever that is, trench coat, and it's like what is probably thirty degrees in Kazakhstan right now. He's probably and he's got like wow. sneakers on and like a fucking blazer underneath of it. Dude, oh, this, it's oh. that's
1: one of the most. It's almost like he's trolling on purpose, dude. Dude, look at the look at the face of worry on him. Like he is literally contemplating living. Like I'd in be that scared moment. too he's, if I was in that situation.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's just like another one of those Nicolas Cage moments where only Nicolas Cage could come up with that fucking situation. He's the only one who could pull it off. Wow! Uh, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to to also still watch Lord of War. I uh, picked that up, but I haven't, I haven't watched it uh, yet. That was just a completely peripheral thing that that <laughs> cropped up. Hey, you know what else? Uh, James Bond is, is going to have its twenty fifth movie soon, sir. Mm-hmm, We're coming mm-hmm. up on James Bond twenty five. Uh, and though Daniel Craig basically told James Bond to fuck off somewhere, he's going to be Bond in James Bond twenty
1: five. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, I, I Shocker. To say I wanted to say he signed like another two movie deal. Um,
0: I didn't I didn't see anything about a second one, but he's definitely locked in for the the, oh, the number yeah, twenty five.
1: It, oh, it's guaranteed. I th- I want to say what I've because uh, I was listening to somebody talk about this. I mean, unless they're full of shit, but usually they they know what they're talking about. Um, he signed. Okay, we know we know for sure he's going to do Bond twenty five. But I'm pretty sure he signed a two year uh, a two movie deal, and I think they're going to film them back to back. Oh wow! They paid they paid him an insane amount of money, like just an. They would have had to. It was because like, he didn't want to do it. it. No, he said he literally said he would have rather have like died or some shit or like cut yeah. him, cut his wrists <laughs> or something. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. he said, but. Like when he was done filming the last Bond, he was like, "I'm fucking never again." Like I'm done. But you know what? He got he got to go and make that that movie that just came out um, that he that he's in um, Lucky something. No idea what that yeah. is. Yeah. Anyway, he just came out with another movie, so he got to go work on some other projects. And he probably just needed a break from Bond, man. Like you know, you do something for so long. Um, yeah. And you know he's he went through it all with Bond. Like he went through the writer strike and he went through all that like Quantum of Solace crap, and then. Um, it was apparently the last skyfall was like a pain in the ass to shoot. Like they're in some really shitty mm-hmm. locations and he was just having a hard time. Um, but apparently like he was a dick, like he, like he's like an asshole. But when he's on set, like he just gets the job done. Like they people, like he's yeah. just the type of guy that is like, fuck all this shit. I hate my life, but I'm going to fucking, I'm going to tear it up. And and he does. He's, he's. A, I actually think, and I'm not just saying this, I, I think Daniel Craig is the best Bond to ever do it. Um mainly because it's I don't know if it's the times have changed where I I don't relate myself as much to the other Bonds, but for for what Bond is, he isn't he isn't overly comedic, but he does crack some jokes. He gets the women, he's a badass, he's good-looking. He's he just he kills the character man he just he is bond it's going to be yeah. it, it's almost it's almost like Hugh Jackman the Wolverine status it's almost getting there it's not as crazy because we got we got fucking Wolverine every 6 months but it is really it's almost at that level i think if he crushes bond 25 it will be so hard for anyone else to play james bond and have people be like okay that's cool I really believe that if they do another bond, they're gonna have to go they're gonna have to go like the Idris Elba route. They're gonna have to get like a black bond and just do it completely. They're gonna different. have to mix it up real yeah, hard. Real, real hard yeah. because Daniel Craig crushes it. I don't care what anybody says. Like everybody can have their own favorites for sure. You know, it's yeah, subjective. But if anybody tells me or tries to tell me that that he has not done a good job as Bond, that is just ludicrous.
0: I mean, I think, I think Daniel Craig is, is, uh, another Harrison Ford, uh, whereby, uh, his personality is, is kind of, uh, abrasive and, and zero fucks given. Uh, and so he's a bit of a, a, a wild guy and he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he's, he's, he's not the kind of guy that's going to kiss a whole lot of ass doing the movie business. And so, uh, Uh, unless the money's good. And, and and fortunately for him, just like with Harrison, you know, he's, he's almost indispensable. So, you know, people aren't gonna, you know, he can be an asshole and it doesn't much matter. Or people can call him an asshole. I feel, I feel like like, like, any, I I feel like, yeah, I feel like anyone who's, who's just not kissing everyone's ass in the movie business is automatically an asshole. Like, I feel like that's just kind of how people are, are painted. If you don't go along with the, the usual shtick. Then you mm-hmm. just be, you just get painted uh, somebody that's difficult to work with and an asshole. I highly doubt Daniel Craig is, is that like difficult Bale, right? to work with. It's the same dude. Yeah, exactly. He's a it's a, fucking, a, very like, similar.
1: He is a little bit dude, screws did you, loose, but did you listen you know. to it? Did you listen to the audio leaks and shit from when oh, he was filming yeah. like Batman oh, and all this, oh, up, all yeah. this, up, or Terminator and shit? Dude, he went oh flying dude, off like, the Apparently, that guy is like the worst. Like he is yeah, yeah, yeah. he he's like the guy. That you just don't even want to look at the wrong way on set, and he'll oh, tear absolutely. you a new asshole. But he's talented absolutely. as shit, and he doesn't care. He's like, dude, <laughs> yes, you can. he He's like, you pay me or you don't. Like, you know, you want me here or not, bitch? And you're just like, yes, Christian Bale, yes, Daniel Craig, yes, yes, please. Yeah, we'll give you thirty million for this movie. Yes, Daniel Craig, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just make it happen. But yeah,
0: I, I think I, I agree. I think I think that uh, I think that he's the best Bond um, personally. I think that, uh, but at the same time, it's very difficult because up until up until Craig Bond was the same archetype, no matter who was playing him, it was the exact mm-hmm. same shtick. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Craig represented a, a the totally new wave, you know, yeah. Bond. So you, it's it's really difficult for somebody to sit down and and compare like Sean Connery versus yeah, Daniel totally Craig because yeah. they're wildly different bonds, right? Um, so I, I think though, in terms of of my enjoyment uh it's it's probably uh Craig um Connery and then Brosnan would be like my three my three bonds and yeah, and probably, and honestly Brosnan and 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 uh uh I feel and like I could switch those depending on interchangeable on the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, depending yeah, on the yeah. movie like I could change those two but but Daniel Craig just seems to embody uh bon- at least Daniel Craig embodies the version of bond that he was casted for perfectly like fucking yeah. just rock that shit so uh i'm happy he's back for bond 25 i'll take as many pierce bra uh, not pierce Brosnan, well, i would take more pierce Brosnan. i would bond. take more well, of those, i'll take yeah. as much <laughs> i'll take as much daniel craig uh bond as they're willing to throw out there um and i'm looking forward to it I-, I wanted to ask you though because again i'm not a huge movie guy but um out of these possible directors do you recognize names and which one would you perhaps be most excited to see take on the project uh, who, if you who, even recognize these names. I have are, it in the list on the um right? I have it on the oh, list okay. on the on the notes there. There's three names uh, right underneath.
1: Um oh, okay, there it is. Dennis uh David McKenzie. I think David McKenzie I did he do Bond before? Um I'm just trying to see here. N- n- none of these directors are like uh, you know, jumping out at me as something that I've no, he didn't. Okay, so David McKenzie is not somebody I know. No, I, I don't none of these guys are like, you know, shooting at me. So mm. We'll see. I'd have to I'd have to look up their stuff. I'm like I know I know directors, but I'm not like I don't know them like I know my actors and stuff. I I do know, like, I'm like a niche guy. So I know, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I, I I don't know any of these guys. Like, yeah, usually I know the guys that are, are, are up and coming or making like a big buzz, like, uh, that that I would be like super excited to, uh, to see, but no, I I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, then I'll ask you, I'll ask you this 20, the 25th bond is pretty freaking important. Um, I mean, that's probably, they're going to probably spend a lot of money on advertising and pushing the fact that this is the 25th, you know, bond movie and all sorts of nonsense. Uh, and we're probably going to get a bunch of like repackaged stuff with old bond movies and they're probably going to put them back in theaters and shit. I bet you we'll see some of that happening. But Mm -hmm. if you could, if you could, for the 25th bond, if you were in charge of of picking a director, who would you, who would you plant in? Or did you just find out one of the three is good? You know what? I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you just this discovered Dennis <laughs> this Den- this Dennis guy. Yeah. This guy this guy did uh Arrival um mm. that I loved. He also did Sicari- Sicario, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um mm-hmm. he also did Prisoners, which was amazing. Um and he's now and he also just did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which Oh looks shit amazing. Did you see Ryan the you Gosling, for that? what up? Oh yeah! Did you see the preview? Ryan Gosling, what and up? Harrison Ford. Uh, that shit looks fire. Yeah. So this is our guy, man. This is our guy. Um. This is our guy. This guy has made some good movies. Some dark movies too, like some fucking serious dark. Good. Some and he did Enemy as well, dude. This guy. This right. guy. This guy has done his last like five movies, all fire. <laughs> All fire last five movies. So hopefully, hopefully this guy is the dude. And I loved Arrival; it was my favorite movie of last year. Okay, ask your question again. Sorry, I was just I was, well, was, so was going to say.
0: So of those three, then obviously uh-huh. he's he's the one that you're you, that you'd like to see out of out of those yep. three. But other than him, if you if yep. if you could pick a director that you know that you follow um, for Bond twenty five, is there one that stands out that you would
1: like to, to see take their reins? Honestly, man, I have so much faith in and uh, James Wan that I have to go with James mm. Wan. I have to go with James. Okay. I have to go with him because the whatever this guy touches, it fucking succeeds and it's just it's all it's all fire. So I'm going to go with James Wan. He did um you know, the guy that did all the um the Saw movies and he did uh yes. you know, yeah. uh you know, did a Fast and the Furious and um you know, did did not all the Saw movies but you know the good the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, con- yeah uh, conjuring. Um, he's filming Aquaman right now, so he's directing Aquaman. Um, I would go with James Wan. I think I think he could do it. it it's it'd I'm be a just, little be a little worrisome a little bit because he hasn't gone like that serious dark like. Yeah. Um, but I, I the guy the guy just kills everything. I'm trying to think of like other than Nolan,
0: of course. I'm trying to think of of directors that do good, um, good character pieces because the the kind of for me the hallmark of this generation of Bond has been how much character driven stuff around Bond they know, how well they've handled that. Um, so if we could if we could continue that train, that would be really yeah. freaking sick. So
1: well, somebody in chat said Guy Ritchie. I love Guy Ritchie, but Guy Ritchie is. He's very stylistic and I feel like he he's one of those pretentious directors that uh, mm. wants people to know that hey I'm putting my signature twist on every movie I touch When which you is say fine, when you say that it's are we talking like
0: are we talking like Sundance
1: festival uh kind of no, shit or are we talking no, like- no no. No, he has he has a he has a, he's doing um he's going to be directing the New Aladdin. Um he do, he does some he does some fire stuff like he doesn't I won't say he makes bad movies like uh, I saw that King Arthur, the last or the Legend of the Sword or whatever. That wasn't very great, Um, but it was still do it's like a shitty script, but still watchable because it's Guy Ritchie. It's just he's Mm. very um, he does a lot of he does a lot of cuts, like a lot of jumpy, uh, a lot of jump cuts like, you know, that shit Mm -hmm. that nobody likes. It's Um, he
0: matches. He matches up well with Liam Neeson's.
1: Yeah, he would. (laughs) He would. But he's a but he's a great director. So yeah, I, I would say him obviously if I had to choose, I would love Christopher Nolan to do to do a Bond. I mean that oh, would how be,
0: fucking dope would that be though. Uh, it
1: would it would be it would be insane. But it would just I i I don't think it'd ever happen. It would be Han Zimmer would be does be him score. taking Oh yeah. It would be him <laughs> taking like what he did for Batman, but doing it for Bond. And it would yeah, just exactly. if he had if he yeah. had Daniel Craig and Hans Zimmer and a really good villain. You know, oh my God, could you imagine, like, like the Skyfall where he had Christoph Waltz. Uh, he if if it yeah, was yeah. If, if if Christopher Nolan was directing that movie, like the villain would have been used so much better. It would have just been it just he would he'd be the dream. But if for somebody like like that has a good track record, I'd love to see James Wan uh, spin on it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good shit. I'm I'm just. Uh, I, I, uh, Bond is one of those things that that I love going to see no matter what. I'm going to go to the theater. I'm going to oh, watch yeah. it. It's Bond. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things that that's probably never going to get old for me. I'm going to be a 70 year old man and we're going to be on like Bond 90 and I'm still going to be watching James Bond movies <laughs> and I'm not going to care. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I, do hope that they do get a good, uh, director that matches up well. It would be a shame if Bond 25 turned out to be a, a shit Bond. It it um, won't. so, uh, I, you know, I, I hope for the best. I hope, I hope though, whoever directs it also works well with, with Craig. Cause I feel like if, if Craig likes a director, it's going to make the movie just that much better, uh, than it already is. Cause like you said, I mean, Craig just goes and Craig's he does damn show job done. I think
1: Craig's going to show up and do whatever the direct, I think yeah. he's a professional in terms of his art. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, if they have a good relationship, then I have to, yeah, I have to
0: imagine no matter how professional you are, if you have a better relationship with the director, that it's going to just somehow make the movie that much, uh, that much better. But I've, I've got, I've got faith. I believe in, in, uh, in Daniel Craig, he's so ugly, he's handsome. It's basically Daniel Craig in a (laughs) nutshell. Yeah, he looks like a fucking, (laughs) like a wet
1: hamster or something, but, uh, he's it's like a weird looking dude, but, but he's, he's fucking but he you put him in that fucking and, uh, he put him in that he fucking put him suit. In a nice suit. Yeah, man, he just he's GQ. Game all over, up. Yeah. fucking killer, man. I'm telling you. Um,
0: all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for uh, for side A this week, and I remembered to say it too, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, we've got side B coming up. For those of you here on Twitch, we're going to be uh, taking those tech support questions. For those of you listening on iTunes, uh, YouTube, and everywhere else, you can uh, check out Side B as soon as it is released. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate all those continued reviews on uh, iTunes, and if we can creep up to a, a hundred, which we are slowly getting there, that would be fantastic. I will also say, despite the fact that we've kept saying this over and over again week on week, we are going to be, excuse me, um sending out, uh, your physical rewards here in, uh, in a very short period of time. We discovered, uh, we discovered in the midst of setting up a, a, a kind of logistics system for, for sending this stuff out to you guys that, um that me having all of the posters wasn't the economic thing, uh, economical thing to do. It was going to cost us an absolute fortune. So we've had to wait a little bit of time for me to be able to, uh, send panic some posters. Uh, he should have them. Um, if he doesn't already have them, he'll have them very early next week. And then, we will begin the process of of getting stuff to you guys, and it shouldn't really, unless you live in like the middle of nowhere, it really won't take that long. Once they're sent out, they'll be to oh, you no, pretty quick, days. so you can yeah. you can yeah, you'll be able to 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 get your hands on that stuff very soon. Thank you once again for listening, guys. We're going to uh, take a short break for those of you here watching live, and for everybody else, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on side B. Peace. <laughs>